hi that's why lord why i'm so nutty um this is this mostly dedicated to my fellow future optimistical awakenings i'm just playing but <laughs> um this is like more of a self positivism self worthiness self value self um gratification self hedonism you know self ascension self um celebration of humanism <laughs> of us becoming undone and not shun hey i was about to look i was about to rap for y'all no i'm just playing but <laughs> seriously i'm a bit of a goofball sorry <clears throat> but this is kind of like it's a a woman's appreciation moment in wherever you are whatever you're doing in your journey like I wish that we could, we as women could literally, it, it is emotional because it's like, I wish you could feel the sense of beauty that arrives in the, like, in the value of self-celebration, self-love, self-truth. You know, like self prize and hopefully via this episode I could get you a little closer to being granted that or you know, coming to terms or hit the peak of grand period. Um <clears throat> Well let's get it done. <laughs> a lot of times us being women are known to be catty and known to attack and try to tear down and degrade the fame you know damn near crucify any other woman <laughs> that is possibly doing something or not doing enough or beneath us or, well, to our levels of beneath us or whatever, which, or instead of just worrying about your own mission, because I feel like we all have been through the very people we, we fucking shun and persecute. We've had that within us at some era of our entirety whether we want to be in denial about it or etc like we probably just don't recognize it because it's not in our skin like it's not us anymore um i think that it's a certain level of understanding and um adjusting tolerance wise that we become accustomed to and that we adopt when we have a certain grounds of peace within us period like when we reach the peak of our 
self-growth as far as being in love with who we are, what we could be, the potentials of what we shall be, you know, versus what was. I mean, and I do believe even we should love what molded us to whether we've rotted out through that mold, whether we be we had bitterness because of that mold, whatever sculpted you to become this awakened or less awakened or less vibrational or above frequency level or this third eye type of individual, whatever which or, whatever part of your mission, whatever part of your journey that you're currently in, like, love what got you here, what got you there. It might not be much. It might, you might be literally on the verge of not having nothing but the skin that you have on you, you know, or, or even down to the nerves. You could be paralyzed, crippled. It does not matter because it's still something that has us at where we are we're gonna keep repeating it's gonna be perpetual until we realize why we're stuck or what got us to not being stuck far as what got us on a pedestal um i don't think that because i've been to race to where i've you know mistreat other women because of my definition of how I think they should react or be or you know my definition of why I think I have a fault with them because they don't have enough proper etiquette within themselves they don't have enough mannerism they're not you know to my likings of the definitions I have as far as what they should come equipped with versus what they shouldn't you know and I just think that like those were lower vibrational levels that I was I was attached to being when I came across the value in doing for myself not because I felt good but because of what it contributes to my soul like what how it made me how it like molded me to be this open <laughs> beam of higher attractions <laughs> like it just made me feel the need to want to just push other women to be on self peace a self peace journey you may call it a monk retreat <laughs> you may call it um whichever or whatever suits your levels of tranquil <clears throat> it it made me believe in me and i think that believing in oneself it brings you to be less disappointed by others because you're not putting off expectations on people you're too focused on, you know, I'm not saying you got to bend because it sounds like, well, if you don't have expectations on people, they're going to just disappoint you. Of course they are because you, you put expectations on them. People are going to be people whether we want them to be perfect or not. When they're perfect, they're still going to have wounds that others are still going to try to attack. Or if they're, you know, look, they say Jesus was perfect and look what happened. They tried to, well, they did, you know, annihilate everything about him. So 
I'm not trying to reach any level of perfection. I am trying to become one with myself in the cosmos and hopefully get other females to become one within them. Like, you have your body. You also have your spirituality or your belief system, because I don't want to say everyone's spiritual, because they're not. And you have your soul, you know, you have your, your mind, you know, you have your heart, you have like, be one, be in alignment, be in sync, you know, harmonious, grand, be tangible with you. And it's like, it will be hard for people to get you to places in you that you've already surpassed because you're not gonna like you ever just wake up like angry <laughs> because people are putting this negativity out in the world and that just it, it comes to certain people you know it gets to you and you don't know why nothing happened yesterday nothing happened this morning to make you feel that way and that's because what you put out you have to become a believer in what you shall get Be love. You know, be the gift in every situation that you place yourself in. Be the blessing to others and also to yourself. But it's more to yourself because when you are that, that spills out. People start to defend your honor. You're now, you're something, you're a mogul. You're now idealistic. Like people want to be like you more. They see what you contribute and it's sincere and it's purified and it's covered it and it's sacred. Like, just have that preservation in you because you bring that, you know, to wherever you go. No matter what, you're going to overlook all the negativity. It's not going to be able to puncture you or no fractures whatsoever because you're too, you, you know, you know your graciousness that you have. You know the power that you have. So the benighted and the fondled, they, they can't they can't get to you. It won't be allowed. I'm not saying forever. You're not gonna have days to of course when someone's emotionally involved, you you have those breakdowns and things like that, but you're more stronger than, you know, a subnormal individual because now that power that you have in you, you can get you can gravitate that all together. You can be a broken mirror and put your pieces back differently. And it'll still be a masterpiece. It does not. It's not gonna go back the way it was, and that's for a reason. Good, you know. Work with what you got. <clears throat> it takes time and isolation to just become undone for yourself. You're so busy trying to find pieces in you through others and in others and within pieces that literally are not even meant to go with your new puzzle. That you're not focusing on what is right currently now. And and at times you need to stop worrying about what shall be. Gather yourself within that moment. Grace yourself with you. I think that females think that they have to keep up with other females. 
we're in competition with females that we don't even know. You go to clubs, you see them dressed a certain way, you gotta be looking at them wrong because they probably look bomb in a dress or or probably look slutty in a dress. Or prob like It's just a certain, when you're really certain within you, you have a certain security level within you, you have a certain, like you overlook that stuff. You see it and it don't become a thought of negative or positive you won't really it doesn't matter because it doesn't resonate within you and where you are in your mission like you don't that that doesn't bother you or it doesn't you know get to you or it doesn't forward you it's it's fine like it's like oh i see her oh yeah you know whatever it's not i see her and whatever she looks a mess or i see her and whatever she looks great you don't really care because it's like you're there you know to have fun let go <laughs> and you're at this place in yourself where I don't care what size I am. I can be plus size. I can be SSBWW. I can be a stick. Like, I can be, you know, have too much of this, not enough of that, too, too less of this, too more of that. Like, it does not matter. When beauty spills from the inside and it comes out, nobody eventually cares about that. You ever see somebody who's so cocky and they're so egotistical, but you be, you start to become appealed by them. Because it's like, damn, what is it? Like, it's something about them because they're secure in where they are in their life. I'm not saying that's okay to be that way. But again, that's back to wherever you are in your life. Stop pushing your definitions off on others and work on you. Let's work on us. Work on empowering others. Let's be a revolutionist for each other. Stop letting these males define how you should move or other females define what you should do or how you should do it or how you shouldn't or just be, stand for you. I don't want you to feel like this is an attack. This is more of a, alright, I was this way. I don't have to stay this way. It's fine to be still and stuck for as long as you feel until you need to prevail. Deal with whatever shit that has you that way and stop being like that. You're put here to sway at whatever you do and slay, hunty, <laughs> at however you feel. But tearing another person down, individual... Is that what defines you? Are they impacting you that much that you care enough to make a comment disturbing or disgusting or bullying or nasty or taunting another individual to the point where it makes you feel like you're more of value by devaluing another? Is that what peace and love is to you? Does that peace and love not matter? We attack each other far too much. We ask for respect from authority figures, you know. And if you're heterosexual, you ask for respect from men. And and, and at times, other females. And it's, it doesn't matter what gender you want the respect from or you ask it from or screaming and shouting it from. Or what, um, what your sexual orientation. It does not matter what, it, what matters is... It starts with how you conduct you. You can walk in a room and 
individuals it's like a pheromone you give off when you're like it's like you're a deity like it's like you're a minerva it's like you're a, a damn enchanter it's like a sorceress the way you will attract what you are there is this fond power and self-love I'm not saying 24-7 self-indulgence because it's the balance in that, which I'll talk about in another episode, is, you know, self-sacrificing. It is a balance, but you can't meet that. You can't meet that part until you fall in love with you. You have to spend time with you. You have to, you know, you think you know what you want and need and things like that, you know, until you get to the acquirings of the core of you. And that comes with dealing with things that you don't want to deal about. So when somebody told you, oh, hey, you talk too much, you're going to laugh like, I've, I know. It's not going to offend you. Nobody's going to have to pacify the truth to you because you're not going to be assaulted because you've already didn't rip you open and looked on your inside. It's just like a female. I always tell females, know the inside of your body. Know your vagina. You know, know all of the, the what does, what don't, what will or won't. Know you. Know the insides. That goes for anyone really but females in particular because this is about us <clears throat> know the insides of you know how to separate emotion versus logic you know feeling versus reality actuality know how to separate them so you won't speak out of momentarily anger you won't speak out of you know regret because you, you do. You can do that. <clears throat> I don't think that we're put here to try to hit the peak of perfection. What is perfection? Who came and told us that this way of their definition of being is perfection? We share different definitions of everything. I could say hi in another language. Hi could not mean hi. It could not spell the same. In Brazilian Portuguese, if you put a capital letter on something, it won't mean the same as if you put a lowercase letter on that same exact word. In Jamaican Patois, you have Jamaican Patois and you have Rastafarianism, which is two different languages. That's one's rooted, one's, you know, new newborn, new brand, and people don't realize that, you know, different, um, just like Mexico, you know, Mexicans, Mexicans speak a different type of Spanish than Dominicanos, you know, Costa Ricans and Puerto Ricans and El Salvadorians speak a certain Spanish, people don't realize that, Ever, just in, in the states, you know, here, one state can mean yes, another can mean no, one state 14 is legal to drive, and another is 16. You can get married at 12 with the consent in one state. And in another state, it's illegal to get married before 18. People, So how are you here to tell me the definition that you're living is the correct way to be? So I can't believe that perfection to you and me mean the same. I think we are here to sculpt ourselves. We are here to become undone for one, you know, before we become a blessing to the world. Like, you can't be out here trying to, you know, be all you can be when you're not even for yourself with without yourself. Like, which means you haven't, you're, you're detached from your inner. You may think you know so much about you until someone tells you something that is how you are and you get so offended. Why are you so offended? 
if you're not that way, it shouldn't, it shouldn't, you know, resonate that you are enough for you to get upset. And if you are that way, you get really insulted and you feel like, what the app you want to cuss? And then, it's like, no, you know, speak sweet. I'm not saying you can't be raw, because I am raw. That's why I kind of go as a spiritual gangster. I'm really raw. You know, I have curse words, but it's like when I get into it, if I get into it with the female, the first word that doesn't that comes out of my mouth isn't bitch. I don't call females bitches. Expand your vocabulary. Learn. Dig into yourself. I do believe you should learn a new word every day. People say you learn something new every day, and I ask them, what did you learn? I'll go down the list. What did you learn yesterday, the day before? Yeah, like, I'm not saying you have to learn every day because education, you know, for our schooling stops. Learning does not. It shouldn't, you know? So when even when you ask people about black history, they only can name five names. Martin Luther King, Malcolm X, Sojourner Truth, Harriet Tubman. Like, no. What are you talking about? What are the black first own, you know, clothes designers? You know, who is the per like I want to know things that a categorical standpoint person, you know, wouldn't know. Like learn. It's just like spirituality versus religion. <clears throat> culture versus um culture versus tradition. We're taught one thing and we go along with that because which you know maybe we're children we don't have a choice to question but when you get of age and you're witnessing that it's other religions out here and there's you know other bibles out here you don't think to start questioning you start to Attack them because you were rooted to believe one thing and you went on believing that without venturing off and searching to see what your belief is, what you stand for in your journey, what you feel you can relate to more. I've definitely done that and I didn't, um, my, the way I breathe and the way that I wanted within me didn't, it wasn't in agreement with any religion. So I knew it was something more than religion, you know. And then even with dealing with that, knowing it's something more, you have different type of belief systems. Where you have your Scientologists, you have your spiritualism, you know. And I figured out who I decided, you know, I was going to be. And I figured my own, what I believed in within me first before I went out and I ventured and realized that I am very highly spiritual. I have a huge problem with being, like, I believe in second, third chances. Um, I believe in you should go in every situation trusting there's a difference from partaking in it with caution versus this total distrust. You didn't give me a reason to not trust you, so I'm going to trust you until further notice. And people say that's naive. What's naive to me and what is innocuous and disturbing is that you don't trust this person because of something that occurred prior to them that they have nothing to do with.
And I don't think people realize that enough. Because if you did, you wouldn't be questioning <laughs> why the hell I'm okay with just giving love free of charge <laughs> and unconditionally. And even when you do something to me, I also love you. I don't have to communicate with you. I don't have to be surrounded by you. You don't have to be in my circle of life. I can love you from a distance. I did it, you know, literally times before with others and I show with you. Others, other people, what they've done to me, I didn't take out on anyone new or anyone that I did know. I didn't take it out. If you've done something to me strictly, you've made me turned off about you. Not some, not because it looked familiar. <clears throat> it's because you did it. <laughs> and it took me to have layers of me, you know, out for grabs for me to get to the fact to where I am enough at peace. I'm not saying I'm 100% at peace because I'm not. <laughs> I'm definitely not. Um, um, but it did take me to literally feel and refill and to break abnormal normalcies. When I say abnormal normalcies, abnormal normalcies is something that is bad for you. That keeps happening. So you become immune to it. And it's now accustomed to where you feel like, oh, well, it's it's normal. For instance, molestation is an abnormal normalcy within the family. To where a family member does this to one and two and three, however many more, but no one's reported it to the correct authorities, no one's got counsel or anything for it. It's abnormal that it occurred, but it's normal within your family. That's an abnormal normalcy. Um, example. Um, and it's definitely unfortunate. And things like that break us down as women. We get our innocence snatched in so many different ways. So many. It doesn't even have to be a physical thing. People are shredding our very way at heart. Our, you know, they're fracturing things within how we feel it should be or not be. We're constantly getting attacked on every ground of being. And we feel like we eat them jabs up and we move on. But as okay as moving on may seem, dealing with it will eat you alive down the line. It may come in another form though. But you have to deal with it. You can't sweep it under the carpet. That dirt's still going to be there. Deal with it and then prevail. That is the real bravery. That's the real carriage in your mission is to deal with it. Not just get up and move on. I know you feel like it, it, it's easier for people to move on. And, and the move on effect, I call it, is maybe you, you know how people get inebriated and they have to turn to all kind of drugs and things to sustain their um, moments or day-to-day -day away from even feeling or remembering or 
dealing with things. And after that, you're not doing anything but screwing up your internal. You're still going to have to deal with it after it. Like, you're going to have to deal with it somewhere. You're going to do that for the rest of your day, for the rest of your life. <laughs> you have to fight with yourself sometimes. It's always going to be this really rough and rugged road that we have to take sometimes. We have to go through all kind of monsters, demons, darkness. In order to just have some type of freedom and free will. The real story is the fact that you can get through these trials and tribulations. And you can just sprout the blooming and the blossoming of that. Of you never, like, we may get derailed. But when you see victory, like, it'll all be worth it. And of course, that's better said than done for most. Because people are dealing with the most brutal kind of heartbreaks. And... We may feel like it is no way I can get through this. I will never trust another soul. I will never this. I can't that. I refuse to that again. And we just feel, a part of us feel like we're, we've lost a part of us. Someone has finally came and invaded us and, you know, they were out to just put an end to us. Why did this happen? I didn't deserve this. Like, did I? Is this karma? What have I done? What have I not done enough of? You getting through that, it does make you stronger. And I don't want to be clicheing anything because I'm not a fan of clicheing things. But what you're here to do and be is more divine than what you're going through. I'm not saying everyone's meant to be boss because there's workers for a reason. The workers build, you know, the empire. The boss rules it. I'm just stating, don't let your momentarily fractions and fractures just disrupt your long-term goal. Whatever that may be. But to achieve anything in this world, you have to have a type of security and oneness in you. So when you fail, you're not worrying about failing others. You're more worried about failing you. And that's even if you have children. You have to have a certain amount of happiness in you and um, gratification and literally patience in you to never, you know, fail them. Because one, they're a part of you. They are the part of you. You spit them out directly from inside of you. That's the closest somebody can get to you. <laughs> it's inside of you. Let alone come outside of you. So. I think that. Um, when. I think like one of my. I'm, I'm going to give like a quick. Um, verbalized tutorial on 
me meeting parts of me. <laughs> it's a good and a bad effect, though. I do want to say that. Because, and I'm not saying effect with A-F-F-E-C-T. Um, E-C-T. I'm saying E-F-F-E-C-T. Because... At first, there was, you know, to me, that's kind of a few forms of self-love. It can come in millions of ways, of course. Different definitions. It varies. I've had the point to where I was okay with being alone. I still am, to be honest. But when I say that, I didn't want anyone around me. Invading any part of anything in me. It had nothing to do with trust. It just had the fact that I liked my own company. And I was forced to be in my own company. So it made me grow on to liking it. I wasn't used to people being around me enough to go from decade to decade of me being here. I didn't expect it. I enjoyed the time they were. But it didn't matter to me. If I had to walk in the damn Pope's office alone and have that story in me, I was fine with that. Versus now to where it's like, I literally live for me to be isolated. I'd rather Netflix and chill at home with my damn self. <laughs> like, I'd rather, like, I like me. You know, I know what I can deal with within me versus what I won't have to, what I will have to like, if that makes sense to you. I am so selfish with my time, with my surrounding, far as literally my home life. I'm sacred with who I let in inside of me, far as intimate wise. And intimate wise does not have to always mean sexual, by the way. But that too, I am sacred with everything about me. So when you become for me, you're a part of me. So I'm sacred with you too. Um, back then it wasn't like that I didn't have that I had more like you weren't going to be a part of me so I really didn't care <laughs> like but now it's like I'm a protective of my energy and when you're a part of me I'm protective of yours too but if you if it gets to the point to where it's a choosing thing with me and you and I know you mean me no harm but not that good neither then yeah <laughs> we're we're gonna have a problem I, I choose me I never want to stop choosing me so if you're a part of me hopefully you won't ever stop choosing you neither I won't put you in a predicament to where you'd have to when it comes to me I can choose me and still mean the greatest for you I try to end every situation with peace and that does not always work because of other people where they are in their mission and life or where they are in their stage or phase of life. That doesn't, they don't care. They want, they want to go down like <laughs> fucking Pearl Harbor. Like, and I'm just be like, okay, I just want to talk this out and you go your way and I go mine. Like that song go, you go your way and I'll go mine. You know that? We'll put them both together and we'll just be fine. <laughs> okay, you probably don't. But, yeah. So, that's just that. Even with family members, we as women have to be protective at who we allow around our children. You know, I don't have any, but, you know, children are the world. You heard MJ said it best. 
we have to be protective at who we allow into our sanctions, whether your sanction be an altar you built in your home, whether it be your home, whether it be a vehicle, whether it be your workplace, your schooling, your mind, your temple, aka body, doesn't matter. You have to be, you have to protect that because you'll feel like you failed and that'll put you into the most disturbing rot ever in life when something occurs that is drastic. I do believe that we as women feel that if another woman don't think like us, we have to astray or we have to taunt them or we have something so offbeat to say about them. And it doesn't even matter if you're at oneness with yourself. We still do that too. Because at times in my head, I may not verbalize it, but I think too. Like, she doesn't think like me. I don't even want her around me. That's just a total another high that I need to get at within me. Because I always think, like, I don't try to convert people. But if you're more like a wild female and you're out here just extra wild at everything and extra loud and extra... I'm not talking about the good kind of loud. I'm talking about the literal, your vocabulary is limited loud and you're just unruly and you're just, I don't want to communicate with them type of females, you know, instead of me feeling like perhaps I could bring something her way and perhaps her being around me, knowing she's the only one like that, she'll try to be more, have more mannerism more proper female etiquette but instead what do I do I just don't decide to take on the mission <laughs> because I feel like I, I'm not at that part of life to where I want to even be associated with someone like that but it makes no sense because people have layers to themselves they act different around different people different surroundings Do that make them triple faced it, quadruple faced it, two faced it? Um, I'm I be still trying to figure that out. Me, I know it's certain people that I tell things to that I would never tell another person that isn't, you know, in that my immediate circle of life to. But I'll go out here and be a woman's advocate and tell perfect strangers who's been through what I've been through my story from literally the inside to the out. You know, so it's I still be trying to figure that out. Is that a hypocrisy thing? Is that a hypocritical thing? I still be trying to figure that out. My, my damn self. So hopefully y'all can come along with me on this mission. Because I still try to figure that out. But then, you know, I, I have a few answers to that. To me, you know, like I'll tell, you know, if I'm a, I'm a woman's advocate, I consider myself as that. So... If you've been through what I've been through, I'm going to try to gather you. We're going to try to, I want you to help me because I still be going through it sometimes too. I want us to grow through this together. But if you haven't, I can't really get enough empathy out of you to, you know, for you to be compassionate and feel some type of empathy towards or sympatheticness towards my situation. Like, 
I'll never forget, like, I had a homegirl that I, it took me 12 years, I've known her 14 years, but, like, it took me 12 years to tell her anything about me personal-wise, and I've known her all these 14 years. She didn't know I was going through anything. Like, nothing. People never think I go through anything, because I walk in with a smile, and it's, it's not me being phony. It's literally not. They don't know that I might walk out back and break down and come back in with a smile. I might go to the bathroom and literally, like, have an anxiety attack out this world to cause me a nosebleed or something. And I walk back out there with joyousness. I'll be jovi as hell. But that's because I'm at peace with myself, and I'm still dealing with things that I have to get through, you know, but... If you don't, if you're, if you don't know me, you don't know that side of me, you'll never know. That's why I said there's layers to us, period. I've, you know, I've came, I've became, um, a fan of getting to know the layers of me. Cause I might like lasagna all the time, but 10 years down the line, I may not. That's just a layer. You know, that's why I, I feel like I am so selfish with myself now. Cause I want to know every part of me. And that might be a problem, and it could be a problem for anyone that gets to try to get into knowing parts of me to whom is possibly worthy, because I can make them feel unworthy, unbeknownst, because I'm still learning me. I'm unlearning and I'm relearning me, if that makes sense. I'm learning all the things that don't serve and suit me for me, and I'm relearning the parts that I should have learned a long time ago or the parts that are literally detoxifying itself astray from me and making room for the more, you know, but also me. Um, <clears throat> meanwhile, ladies, I definitely am angled um I've always looked at life a bit of through you know the oppressor's eyes and the oppressed eyes I've always looked at it both ways anyway so I am just as much as a listener and an observationalist you know as an absorber and um as an absorber like I always looked at it that way. I'm very superlative, you know. I'm very magnanimous. I'm very benevolent. So, I look at things through the good and the bad. I look at both of them. And I look at the mutual. Because I do believe, they say it's two sides to every story, you know. And sometimes people say it's three sides. The the two-party sides and it's the truth, you know. But I don't get that because it's like, what if one of the parties was telling the truth? Like, what I learned was... A person can watch someone be slaughtered, a.k.a. shot in public. Me and someone else may have witnessed this, and we can witness two different things. Watching the same exact murder, we'll witness two different things. And I didn't comprehend that back then because I was a victim of that. And I'm like, how didn't you see what you just seen what I seen? And this person swore up and down and it's like that they seen it a whole total another way. And I did not, you couldn't pay me to comprehend it back then because I was just like, are you fucking nuts? Like, we just witnessed this. You looked at what I looked at. Like, you were closer. How didn't you, you know, so it's like, what, how do you, and that is when I began to realize people experience to shape things in them. 
people's lack of experience shape things in them. That's what makes us individualist. Whether it be good or bad, because in some parts of your mission, some parts of your life, and when I say mission, I mean just where you are at now. Here and now in your phase, your stage, within you, within your part of here on earth, wherever you're at. That's what I mean when I say mission. Um, it may be a good or a bad thing, how you look at that, you know? So, I, I seen one thing and the other person seen another and I just didn't comprehend how you could see something indifferent from what I just witnessed. Like, we witnessed it together. It wasn't a different time range, nothing. Same thing. So, that kind of, like, that hit me hard. Like, that hit me hard that that's when I started knowing that people are groomed the way that, you know, they either allow or they're either forbidden to be. You know, some people, when I say that, it means, like, people think that people that come from a background with both parents, that they're more proper, I guess, or more um, sure to be successful which isn't true because a lot of nutbags come from two parents and they say people that are raised by their grandparents are more respectful which is very true but it could be not you can raise six it could be true and it could be not true to some because me like i was raised by my grammy and i've never disrespected that lady ever and i have the most highest respect for elderly I call them antiques and vintage and updated individuals because you're still here. You did something right, honey. Slay. So, I get really irate seeing someone disrespect them, talking about them, uh, not helping them when they need help. Like, I get, I'm like, where's the respect levels? Like, who raised you, you know? And I get very defensive over that. Even with babies and children. You know, and the children thing come from me, you know, having went through horrible things when I was a child and I wasn't protected. So I feel like, you know, hey, stop doing that. This, that, and that. So it's like different. I have so many different, like, different terminologies on why it molded me to be looking at things from angles. Just like when men hit on women, you know, it's like. Okay, but when you were younger, you were okay with your father chastising you when you were wrong, right? Your uncles might have hit you or be doing you when you were wrong. Your brother might have fought you. None of that is brought into play when you're older and a man hits you now, right? You know, so it's like I'm so, but I'm angled too. I'm also at the female thing. I'm on a female side too, you know, but I'm angled. I have, so I'm, I've been blessed, gifted, granted <laughs> a certain way and level at looking at things and people come to me for that and sometimes it gets overwhelming because it's like damn this is your drama I don't be wanting to know people personal business because like I try to forget it immediately because I don't want to ever slip out and repeat it at anyone and I don't want to bring that up and I don't want to look at you a certain way so I try to forget it literally just because of that <laughs> um and that offends people sometimes, too. But, <clears throat> ladies, queens, goddesses, young women, women in general, <laughs> feminists, 
egalitarians, Miss Revolutionist, <laughs> whatever you consider yourself, literally, I feel like it's an each one teach one thing. We can all come together, different backgrounds, different cultures, different genders, different sexual orientations, different identities, and have this remnants within our surroundings to where we can stop being in competition. We can stop bashing someone else for not being at where we are at life or where we feel we are at where we feel they should be at life. I'm not saying we all need to become one because coming from different ideologies in life, it's going to be a bit of a, you know, it's that's a debatement on whether you can be one. But it starts with yourself. You're not going to be worried about none of that stuff. If you have the correct and proper self-love that you should come equipped with as a woman first, before even a human, as a damn woman <laughs> first, I'm not talking about you think you love yourself because you buy yourself materialistic things and you don't, you know, take shit from nobody. Because to be honest, the ones that say that do, you do take shit, you do. You're still going to take that man back if he cheat. You're still going to take that girl back if she cheat. You're still going to take your friend back if they disloyal, if they they lack devotion. You're still going to keep forgiving and um, hanging around the same family member that stole from you. You're still, you do. You're still going to do that. You're still going to forgive. You're still going to be benevolent, honey. So don't use that. That's the excuse to say you don't take shit because we know you do. You do. If you don't, then you you must be an entrepreneur, honey, because you literally you're you you run shit or you take shit. I'm sorry, it's no way around that. Like it's no way. You either are the boss or you're the worker, and and nothing's wrong with being the worker. You know, you can work your way up, but I feel like everybody's not meant to be a boss. Like, <clears throat> and that's fine. Everybody's not meant. Sometimes, like in my life, I feel like building someone else's empire to see the smile on their face. If you treat me correctly, then I'm fine with that. You know, I'm not saying I'm doing hard labor. You don't have to be at work and do hard labor. Everyone don't have the mentality or the drive or the willpower to be where you feel they should be. And I think that's the that's that's the main reason why us women feel like we even with clothes like. When we recycle clothes and wear them over and over, like, she just had that on last week. What are you talking about? You didn't say nothing when we was going to school and we all had to have the same uniform on over and over and over and over, did you? Nothing came out about that. It's called a washing machine and dryer. That's why they have that laundromat, laundromat, you know, 24-hour wash and dry. That's why they have that. What's wrong with wearing the same thing? I'm confused, honey. Like, you had the same hair you had on yesterday. Like, you, so I don't get, just stop. You're not making sense. Whatever you feel you need to tack on her appearance, you're not making any sense. She went and got her body done. Good. If that's what it's going to take for her to feel happy about herself, go ahead. Do what you need to do. But if she's doing it for someone else, you know, of course, it's kind of like, huh, where are you and your mission at self-love? You're not doing it for you. You're doing it for someone else. You're doing it because someone said you were too this or not enough for that. You know? But it's just like, I don't think it's a difference. 
people feel like females will say there's a difference because I've had debatements with females. Like, it's a difference from going out here spending money on your body versus going out here and get materialistic things. So you bought that Benz, which is more than getting your body done. Like, what is the difference? You both did it for literal something you, like, you did it. Maybe you bought that Benz because you wanted to impress people that was talking shit about you and said you couldn't make it or couldn't do it, you know, and she got her body done. It could be strictly because she feels like she's done tried to exercise it. She didn't try this and that and that and all of this. Nothing worked because, you know, some people be pH balance be off and some people have, you know, they don't have enough vitamin D in them to kind of get their body into a balance and things like that. Like, she might have did it for all the right reasons, and you could have bought that Benz for all the wrong reasons. You know, so, it's kind of like, it's wherever someone is at. You never know what another female is going through. You never know. Like, you never know. You never know why them shady eyes is out here, and them loud mouths is talking crazy. You never know. Might be around a female who want to fight all the time. She might have got bullied all her life. She might got her ass handed to her. She might have had to fight all her life. I'm not saying that we should be, I'm saying we should be more empathetic. I'm not saying we should be accepting of it because you can move along. You don't have to stand right there and worry about this, that, that, and this. Move along. But if you decide before you come out and verbalize your opinion or try to astray someone away from her, you should be more empathetic. You never know. You know? Period. And only uh, amount of self-love can do that for you it can make you more compromising and more at peace with what is it can make you adjust to certain surroundings you'll have a certain glow shit you'll be people look at you like you pregnant you know the glow they got when you're pregnant they say you're pregnant you got a glow and you know the glow you get when you're drinking at your water every day couple times a day your apple cider vinegar all of that stuff <laughs> that glow comes you get that glow without doing none of that without doing none of that literally just by having this piece because you have this it's bestowed in you now you know like it's bestowed your melanin is that that melanin chemical we have in us is sprouting honey like it is literally snaps on that <laughs> but <clears throat> um if i was to leave you with anything again know that our struggles tribulations our doubtings our things that were put here to destroy us degrade Anything that we are meant to overcome and overpower is for us to conquer. But you have to have that will in you before you try to go out here and be the world. <laughs> Just have that type of authority within yourself. And, and then you're not going to be permitted to even be the you're you're gonna start to be what you attract like you're gonna you're gonna be like you're gonna like whatever you are you're gonna start to attract that people don't realize that and there's power in that because you may feel like i'm above this and what you accept says otherwise why is that mama like what's going on with you where are you do you feel like you have to baby this relationship? 
Like, are you, you know, are, do you feel like you have to cradle someone because they've been through the pain? So you, you know, but they're putting you back through that. Like, it's a lot of breakdowns. And, and then I feel like I tell people all the time, like I tell girls or something, like go back at every relationship you've ever put yourself in. And relationships does not have to mean a spouse arrangement, intimate union. It could mean people you've dated, people you've crushed on, you've liked. You know, how far have you came from that versus where are you? Are you still there? It could be family connections. It could be friendships, you know, bondships, platonicness, whatever. Because there's several forms and several different types of involvings indulgings what you've invested your time in all of that is parts of you all that is either sculpting you or you know molding rotting you out like just strip yourself of the insecurities you've placed on you versus the insecurities others have bestowed upon you write a list see what others said about you that you didn't believe about yourself until they said it and now that's the insecurity you have in you you know right i've done that i've wrote a list about that <laughs> like i wrote a list about it and i'm like damn i never thought this until this person said it because we the power of the mind is it remembers things you know when you carry a thought for more than three minutes now it's kind of like it's literally that's something that you got to get into physics about you know like it's now something you believe whether you realize you believe it unconsciously or or consciously like you it's something you carried it for more than three minutes like it's there you know you're, you're setting it out into the frequency vibration levels of this universe but anywho ladies this is coming to an end so I shall leave you <laughs> with saying you have to meet the levels of beauty in you. Get to know yourself. By the time anyone else can come into your life, they're going to be so appealed and you're going to be such a sight to see. You're going to be such a delight for them because it's like, what offended you before won't. What distracted you before won't. You're not even going to be attracted to the same people no more. When you become a certain level of, you know, you. When you become a certain, like, you're, you're decorated inside, you know. Now it just spilled outside. You're not even going to be appealed to what you were. You're probably going to, you thought that a date was a movie theater and out to eat. Now you're going to want wine tasting and you're going to want to go out painting. You know, you're going to want to go to sailing. You're going to be what you're attracted to. Before, prior to being, becoming undone for you, you won't be any longer when you are. Those things are no longer going to serve you. And you know what? They shouldn't, honey. Like, they should not. Slay and pray. <laughs> Slay and pray. Like, I'm not saying pray to this man God and stuff. Because, you know, some women believe that they are God. But just slay and pray, honey. There's no divine... It's in you, within you, about you, for you, with you, working, surrounding you. Just prove that to you. Don't do it for no one else. Prove it to you. Prove it to yourself. Because you got to live with you. <laughs> you can't unzip your skin and walk out. 
if you can, you need to give me the blueprints of that, honey, because you know what? <laughs> I got a couple people I need to, yeah, <laughs> go around and snap back to reality. But, <clears throat> anywho, be unconditionally self-celebrational, period. And understand that it's about you prior to you feeling that it's about anyone else so yeah <laughs> bye <laughs>